Okay, good luck, everybody. Always uh, incredible schus to be together. Matzah Shabbos Kodesh and to start off the week, go from the Kedusha of Shabbos to Matzah Shabbos, and to start off the week with Torah and start off the week with Chizik and Soros. And uh, I want to say all the Torah and Chizik and the Soros tonight is being sponsored anonymously to uh, as, as a big Akar Satov, Hoydil Hashem Kitov, Kilim Chasto. Baruch Leib, Ben Dvor Rachel, who's right now one year cancer-free, who went through Machla, and as Hashem should only be able to give future Hakar Satov constantly, every single year in this, at this time. For year after year of just good health, good gesund, and simcha, and bracha, to be exclusive for him and his whole family, for continued, through giving Hakar Satov to continued simcha and bracha for Baruch Leib, Ben Dvor Rachel, continued gesund. So just a few days ago, many of us were in Washington, D.C. It was a very, very special day. I hope a day that's not only special to be at, but also a day that's going to lead to tremendous Pesuras Tovos. And mainly, one of the, you know, the main things we all took out of that day, undoubtedly, was just incredible feeling of achdus. An incredible feeling of unity that we've been feeling already for the past five weeks, more than ever. But there especially, amongst close to 300,000 Yidin, all together as one, every type of Yid, something very special. You know, on, just on, on the way back, those that were there know, you know, to leave, most of us had to take a metro first to the buses, the metros were packed, obviously. Everyone's, everyone came at different times on some level, but when you're leaving, you're all leaving at similar times, and they're packed. Packed with Yidin. And on the metro I was on, literally, like, you know, Mamish squeezed in, couldn't get another person on it. And the Yid starts up on the metro, Achenu. Which has been our anthem over these past five weeks. For obvious reasons, that's Fila. And everybody starts singing together. And it was so beautiful. And the Yid who started it, I'm pretty sure, I was, I was watching, the Yid who started it was a man with no yarmulke on his head. I don't know if before this time he even knew that Tvila, knew these words, I'm not sure. But he's the one starting it. And it was such, again, that just feeling of oneness, that feeling of unity, the feeling of achtas, that we're one again. We're B'nai Yisrael again. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a very important feeling. And it's the way we're supposed to be. You know, we often talk about being Bali Chesed, Bali Rachamim, being kind individuals, caring individuals, empathetic individuals, where our midos have to be, Derech Eret Kadmala Torah. The Achtuz of Klal Yisrael is something different than all of that. I don't want it to be confused. It's not about that, so I see a Jew in need, so I'm there for him, or her. It's not about being a balas chesed. It's not about even avas yisrael. All of that is part of it, of course. But it's so much bigger than any, all of that. It's the recognition that we're one. That we're literally one. When we say we're goy echad, 
That means you and I are one. We're not just brothers and sisters. We're much bigger than that. We're one. And that's irrespective of any hashkafa, irrespective of any type of way that one dresses, irrespective of religiosity and what level of avodah Hashem that each of every one of us is on, because by the way, all of us are different anyways. We're one. We're literally one. It's a big yisod. And when we have that, it's something very powerful. It's powerful for us, but powerful in Shemayim as well. That's what it means, Va'ameich kulam sadikim. Sadikim explain, Va'ameich kulam sadikim, lo'ilom yarish That you know when we're all going to have, kol Yisrael yesh lam chilek olam Kol Yisrael yesh lam chilek olam right? We, we say that by the introduction of every parak of Perkei Avos, kol Yisrael yesh lam chilek olam haba, shenam va'ameich kulam sadikim lo'ilom yarish Tells us every person is going to have olam haba. But Tzfarim explained that means when we're kol Yisrael. When we're kol Yisrael, when we're all together as one. When we're amet kulam, when we're all an am, we're all one nation, then Yerushuaretz. Then we're going to have all, all bracha and simcha and shafa. We're one. We're one. We've got to live with that and we have to continue that. So let's understand because everything we, we see in the parashio, so there's no question... As the Lubavitcher Rebbe Zechah taught us, we have to live with the parasha, and, and the parashas are here to instill lessons in, in our lives, specifically when we need those lessons. And even though we're living this right now, but as we see, and if we open up our eyes, that's, that's the nature of tragedy and difficulty it brings us together, and often in past times, often, that fades with time. And we've already a drop, and I don't want to even start talking about it because I'll be too destroyed. We've seen some period. We've seen some separation. Some who, who don't understand that in the way that hopefully we all do. And we want to ensure that you know, nobody's going to know why what happened on October 7th happened and why we needed such a smack and such a, such a tsara. But at least one of the consequences from it should be that we have this achtos and it should stay with us, not just for now. Not just for now. We're not going to forget that. So the Torah is here to remind us that and to teach us that. So, you know, by Mincha today, we already read the beginning of Ayatze, which we're going to read this upcoming parasha, this upcoming Shabbos. We start out with that famous, famous episode, you all know, where Yaakov Avinu is traveling to Haran, right? After this week, Esav wants to kill him. Because he took the brachos. He's also going to get married finally. But he stops by Harabais. He stops by Haramaria. He stops by the Makom of the Megdash, as his father did, as his grandfather did. And he falls asleep there. And we have this famous story that Rashi, Rashi brings to light. And when it says that by Yikach Me'avne Hamakom, he took the stones of the place by Yosem Mirash Yosef, and they put him, he put him by his head. So Rashi there says something very deep, which we've all learned as a little kid. We probably, perhaps in kindergarten or nursery, came home with like a, you know, that was the coloring sheet that, that week of Yaakov laying there with the stones, right? And Rashi teaches us that the stones started arguing. His chilum beriva zoom zoom. 
They started to argue. Zosomeres alai aniach tzaddik as rosho. Zosomeres alai aniach. They each tried to argue that the tzaddik's head should lay upon me. Really, Rashi starts out by saying that he surrounded his head with the stones so that it would protect him from wild animals. But ultimately, one of them wanted to be under the tzaddik's head. Miyad asan akadosh baruch So what Hashem do? He brought them all together as one. He made them into Evan Achas. It says, later it says, Here it says, plural. He took the many stones. And later it's Because the Evan, the Av in Pasuk Yuches, seven Pesukim later, because the many stones became one stone. So we've all learned that. You all know this, Rashi. You know this, Medrash. But you ever think about this, Medrash? Isn't it a very strange medrash? Like stones are arguing. Stones are inanimate objects. First of all, it's a chizik to us to know that everything in this world has purpose. Everything in this world has an ishama. If it's in the world, it means God willed it to be here. And it has some sort of soul. It has some sort of soul. And that soul, therefore, is holy. And so Sharon talks about the length that everything has a purpose. And Maybe that stone, each of those stones wanted its purpose to be that a tzaddik should lay its head on it. Obviously we have much grander of a purpose than this. But this is a deep lesson here as well. The Medrash says that these stones, that there were actually 12 stones. And each stone represented a different shavit. Each of these stones was a different shavit. There are 12 shvatim, and that's something very famous we all know. But we have to understand these 12 Shvatim. The Magen Avram explains, brings it down from the Arizal, who was brought by Rukhayim Vital, that each of the Shvatim had differences in their tafkin, in their purpose. Each of the Shvatim had different ways to serve Hashem. That's why there are actually 12 gates, 12 Sha'arim and Shemayim for Tefillah, because each Shevet davens differently, has a different purpose. We see we have different nuschos. You have Ashkenaz, you have Svar, you have Eidut Hamizrach. You have different nusachari. There are different ways to serve the Rebbeinu Shalom. This is true in our in our learning. It's true in our davening. In the Parshas Peshalach, right after right after Kriyas Yamsuf. So the Pasuk says as they were, they were traveling, Vayavo Elima, they came to Elim, Visham Shteim Esre Enos Mayim, there are 12 springs of water there. What's the significance of this? Everything in the Torah is significant. So there the Abinezer says, those are 12 paths to learn Torah, like the 12 Shvatim. A Mayim El Torah, the Gmartina says. You know, there are different ways to focus on Torah. People can focus on halacha, focus on chasidus, focus on lamdus, different, different ways to serve the Rabboni Shalom. There are a lot of different ways to serve the Rabboni Shalom. There's no one way, there's no one box. It's one of the biggest impediments to Avodah Hashem is that you think you have to fit in a box. It's one of the biggest problems in the world of yeshivas and, and schools when we try to fit every single young boy and young girl into the same box. And you have to look exactly like this, and you have to learn exactly like this, and you have to daven exactly like this. 
Everyone knows the Sefer Eish Kodesh, but there were other Svarim that he wrote. There he speaks all the way to the beginning about the concept of Chanoich Lenar Al Pidarko. Chanoich Lenar Al Pidarko, meaning educate every individual according to his way, according to every person is different. Those 12 Shvatim represent all of us. And we all have our different ways, we have our different tendencies, our different character traits. When you try to fit everybody in a box, it doesn't work. So these 12 Avanim, these 12 stones, these 12 stones represented the 12 different paths of Avodah Hashem, 12 different Shvatim. My Rebbe, the Shvira Pinchas, or Pinchas Friedman, explains that's the whole entire Rashi. But why would it? They're all first thinking the Tzaddik is Yaakov, the Tzaddik is the Emesdik way. We want that the Tzaddik should, re- should rest our head on us, each stone, each way, to show Emes. this is the right way to serve Hashem. Comes the Evishter, what does the Rabbanisham do? He mends them all together and wants to say, there's no one way. You're all at us. The Tzaddik can have his head on all of you together. Because there's no one way. And that's Achtas. That's true unity. That's true oneness. My way is not better than your way. It's just different. We're one. We're both trying to serve the Rebunisham. So whether you wear a black yarmulke, a hat, a strimal, a kippasruga, it's all one. It's all one. I read a very beautiful story. I saw this story years ago and I reread it recently. The Hilga Baba Sali. Baba Sali or Mr. Abu Chazera, the He lived down in the south in the Tivot. And he was having a, some sort of Suda Mitzvah at some point. And Rav Mordechai Eliyahu was a, was a big tzaddik, another big tzaddik rabbi. Mordechai Eliyahu was there at the Sudas Mitzvah, and he was sitting right next to the Baba Sali. Sitting right next to him. And in the crowd by the Sudas Mitzvah was this man, Elbaz. And Elbaz was on the city council in the Tivot, and he was a big leftist, not Shomer Torah Mitzvahs at all, anti, made problems for the from Jews all the time, but he's there for some reason. And some of the people noticed him there, and they felt it was inappropriate. And this is a Sudas Mitzvah, as a man of Kedusha, of holiness, he shouldn't be there, we should get rid of him, we should ask him to leave. But they didn't want to do it, so they decided, they didn't want to go straight to the Baba Sali, they said, one of them went over to Mordechai Leo, thought maybe he asked for Baba Sali, he himself will take care of it, and starts whispering in his ear about this person being here, and that we should get rid of him. And Mordechai Leo is a big tzaddik, and a big man, and a big mamidos, and an emistic person, and all for Ashtas, and he's thinking to himself, are they out of their minds? We don't necessarily appreciate his ways right now, and some of what he's doing, but he's a yid, he wants to be here. Clearly there's some nitzotza, some sparks of kedusha. You know, the whole story, right away, it like smells of kamsa bar kamsa. Like we're going to ask him to leave, he's here already. So he just, and he, but he didn't want to deal with it either. This wasn't his party, it wasn't his suda. He just ignores them as if he didn't, it was loud, like he didn't hear what they were saying. 
So they saw they weren't getting anywhere with him. So they go to they go to the Babasali himself. And the Babasali just like Ramorikhalio, like completely ignores him and pretends like he doesn't understand what they're saying and he can't hear what they're saying. And they realize, forget it, to no avail, this is not gonna this is not gonna work, and uh, ultimately they, they move on, just let him be. A few minutes later, one of the big famous minhagim of the, the Babasali was he gave everyone lachayims, like a kaitshal bracha, and now like, you know, you, uh, us, we have uh, wine, grape juice. It was big in the Sephardic world, and then Arak. Arak is like really intense alcohol, you know, it's like a, a hundred proof, like crazy, I don't know, we, we, we probably, you and I can't drink this stuff probably, but you know, the Sephardic Israeli Jews are made out of like a different breed, right? They're, they're drinking Arak. You know, it tastes as that taste like the black licorice. I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. Know, whatever, it is what it is. There's a lot of famous stories of the Baba Sali, how he like have one bottle of rock and it would last for like years. Somehow he would wrap it in a towel and it would just pour and pour and pour. Shefa, shefa, shefa. And it was a big kavod. If you're by the Sudas Mitzvah and you were the one that was honored with pouring the rock for everybody. One person would pour the rock, and if you were the person who poured the rock, it was like a very big honor, a very big compliment. So the Baba Sali, a few minutes into Sudha, whatever he says, is there a man Elbaz here? And the people knew that man from the city council is Elbaz. And they didn't, Baba Sali didn't even know he knew his name or anything, but he said, there's a man Elbaz here. And the guy, he, he's like sinking into a seat. He, didn't, he was trying just to be there under cover. He wasn't trying to do anything. He just wanted to watch and see and whatever it was. And he said, he must be talking about someone else. He's not going to honor me with anything. I'm nobody. And he asked again, again. And he's the only one Elbaz there. And eventually, some people knew who he was. He says, go up. The Babasali's calling you. Go up. He says, you're Elbaz. I want you to know you're one of us. He says, our name is Abu Chaseira. But before, that was a newer name. Our name, before our name was Abu Chaseira... It was Elbaz. You're one of us. It's a beautiful thing to say, just to make him feel good, to make him feel part of the mishpacha, part of the family. He says, I want to honor you, you should pour the rock. And he was the one pouring the rock for everyone, even for the, the chash of people on the dais, he's pouring the rock for Mordechai Leo and others. The next Shabbos, they're in Shul Shabbos, and who comes in with a talus? That Elbaz. That's what happens when you feel part of us, when you feel one. These are sadikim. These are sadikim will understand that we, we, Lamaisa, we can have our differences and different approaches, but we're one. And the love is the same. And we stand next to each other always. We're not even brothers or sisters. We're one. And that's how we were this past Tuesday in such a beautiful way. And yet those that aren't yet Shomei Torah Mitzvos, and those that are, are put in the world of modern Orthodox, and those in the world of Yeshivish, and those in, whatever the world might be, we come together as one, as Klal Yisrael. We're Klal Yisrael. You know what happens when we're one as Klal Yisrael? You know what happens when we understand that, and we don't differentiate? Then the still wants to be with us in the most beautiful ways. Because a parent, a father, always wants to be with children that are getting along, that are, that are together as one. It also is a, is a beautiful story that I always think about that reminds us of that. You know, There was a very big tzaddik, Helga Zera Koidesh, from Naftali Rapshitzer. shared this story before. And Rav Naftali was a little boy 
Naftali was learning Kriya by his Rebbe, by his Malamid. And the Rebbe taught him that unless you're reading from the Pasuk, you never say Hashem's name in vain, right? You're not supposed to say it. You just say Hashem, you don't say it again. Okay. And he also taught him when you, you know, in a Chumash, often it, it shows Hashem's name. It's two little Yuds. That's Hashem's name. That's your, it, now you pronounce it. You don't read the Yuds. You pronounce it as Hashem's name, as we do. I do, right? So the next day he comes in, and he gets up to a Pasuk, imagine, Vayedab Hashem Hashem and he says, Vayedaber Hashem, Moshe Lamar, Hashem. He blurts out Hashem's name at the end of the Pasuk. And his Rebbe looks at him, I've told you, I told you yesterday, you don't say Hashem's name unless it's in the Pasuk, what's going on? And Hashem says, What do you mean? But you taught me also that when there's two little yuds, it's Hashem's name. At the end of every Pasuk, he's a little boy, three years old, right? End of every Pasuk. How does it symbolize and signify the end of the Pasuk? Two little dots at the end. Now we're so used to knowing that it's not, it's just the end of the Pasuk. He's a little three-year-old. To him it looked like the two little dots, looked like two little yuds. And he screams Hashem's name. So listen to what the Rebbe tells him. His Rebbe says, Naftali, Naftali. Imagine the two little yuds are like two little yidin. The yud and the yid sound the same, right? When two little yidin, two little yuds are next to each other, that's when you have Hashem. Hashem wants to be present. Hashem wants to be with us. When you have two yidin, and one is on top of another, at the end of the Pazik, it's one dot on top of another. It might look like two yud, two yidin, but one's on top of another. One's pushing down the other one. Hashem is never present. It's never Hashem's name. It's only when we're next to each other. It's only when we have unity. It's only when we have achtas. The achtas of Klaish, the unity that we have, the oneness that we have. And it shouldn't take these difficult times. It shouldn't take sorrows. It shouldn't take difficulty. It should be always. We love every single yid, irrespective of anything to do with their philosophical connections, of their religious connections. Who's to know who's, who's bigger in Hashem's eyes anyways? Let's be real. Do we know anyone's challenges? Do we know anyone's home life? Do we know anyone, how they, their biological makeup? We don't know anything. We hardly know ourselves. We hardly know ourselves. We love every yid, and we stand with every yid. They're together with every year. The Rechaim HaKadosh teaches us. The Rechaim HaKadosh tells us something very special about that stone. That stone. That stone. That eventually, what is it? Vayashkeim Yaakov, Perk, Chavchas, Pasuk Yudchas. Vayashkeim Yaakov, Mavokeh, he woke up in the morning. Vayikach, Esa'eben, now he took the stone. First it was... Right? First he says, Vayikach me'avne, now it's Evan. He took the stone. Vayasam also mateva, he made some mateva out of that stone. The Rechaim HaKadosh says, that became the Evan Shasiyah of the Beis HaMegdash. The Evan Shasiyah of the Beis HaMegdash. Where the Kodesh HaKadosh, where the Aron sat. That Makom is the holiest, that becomes the holiest place in the world. That heaven, that stone, that now we understand, doesn't just represent it's Sadiq's head laying on that stone where the sulam with the, with the imagery of the ladder and the malachim going up and that obviously a very holy place. But you know what created that holiness? You know what concretized that holiness? Achtus. Unity. Oneness. Oneness. 
That's the holiest place in the world. That's the foundation of the Beis Amigdash. We're yearning for Beis Amigdash. We're yearning for Gula. We have the Dab for it now more than ever. You know, my Rebbe, Matal Zilber, it's a Chinna Rebbe. A few days after this all began, I was in a Chabur with him, with a few other guys, and we asked him about, you know, what should our thoughts be now, what should our tzilas, and he said one of the things that was very powerful. He said, these are, these are definitely very, very big days that we don't fully comprehend. And everyone's talking about Mashiach, and yearning, it's beautiful. But when you have big times like that, he thinks, he feels, and he has, that it's a very important time to also daven for Mashiach. And we have to daven for Mashiach. You know, we daven for the Chayalim, and we can't stop every moment davening for Chayalim. And davening for families that are going through so much sorrow. And davening for every, every person there. So you think every, every single every person in the world has been, every year in the world has been so impacted by this in such, a, such in, in ways like we, we, we've never known in our dar. But when you're in our Yisrael, and there's hardly a family that doesn't have somebody that's serving, or somebody, unfortunately, that was taken, or somebody that was killed, or somebody that's a close friend. Or so, I mean, we can't stop davening, but we also simultaneously daven for the... This is the time to daven for Mashiach, daven for Geula. But what do we see as the foundation of Beis HaMikdash? It's achtos, it's unity. That's what Baruch Hu wants from us more than anything else in the world. To have that, to have that love, to have that closeness. Irrespective of anything. Of course, we want all Yidin to be Shemit Mitzvahs. Of course, in, in whatever way that each person finds, whatever path that is, of course we want. How do you think that's, that we're going to accomplish that? Through that Achdus, through that love, the way the Baba Sali did with that Yid. That's how we'll accomplish it. It's not that we don't, it's not that we necessarily agree in the way that a, a Yid who doesn't keep Shabbat performs. We could, we could believe and want that person to one day, we don't, we don't love them any less because of it. And that love that we have for them, and standing with them, and standing next to them, that's going to inspire them to actually keep torments. It's not the other way around. Be honest. You know, there's a Zohar that talks about that same makom, the Evan Shasiyah, and also speaks about how that stone is the Evan Shasiyah of the Beis but we know as well in the Gemara and Yuma that the Evan Shasiyah is also Seemingly in, in the Makom, that stone was there from the creation of the world, was where the entire world was created from. It seems to be that stone was there already. It's a Gemara and Yuma. That stone was there, and that stone is where the entire world was created from. So, which one is it? Was the stone all there already, or is it a new stone that was created from this stone that came together from the time of Yaakov? So the Pirkei of the Rebbe explains... That place had a stone. That makom was the makom where the whole base, of, the whole world was created from. But then this stone that was placed in that same exact spot and pushed in to like really mend together with the original stone. What's this all trying to teach us? That not only is Astus the foundation of Beis Hamikdash and our foundation of building a close kasher with Hashem, it's the entire foundation of the world. That same spot. That's what Hashem wants. It's, the world is founded upon this. There's a Gemara Chagiga that says there are 12 pillars to the world. That's why everything, 12, there are 12 months, there are 12 mazalos, right? 12 mazalos, 12 constellations. There's 12 hours in the day, 12 hours in the night, the night and day are different time periods. There's 12 sirufe havaya on a deeper Kabbalistic level, if you want it, right? Meaning yudke, vavke, 
can be could be mixed around in 12 different ways, those letters. Each one corresponds to a different month. We've spoken about that before. All that are, all that, all that's a connection to the 12 Shvatim. Which all is teaching us the Achtas of 12 Shvatim is our foundation. Our foundation doesn't come from one. See, it could have been, right? Couldn't have been, we have the Avos. And the Avos was like, Avram, Yitzchak, yeah, one at a time, right? Yeah, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. But we're not, we're, we're not called B'nai Avram. We are B'nai Avram, but we're not called B'nai Avram. We're not called B'nai Yitzchak. We're called B'nai Yisrael. And who are the B'nai Yisrael? The 12 Shvatim. And the Kedush of Kal Yisrael is dependent on that foundation of the 12 Shvatim. In other words, our very essence is not, although we stem from Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, our essence is founded upon the 12 Shvatim because our essence had to be based on Achtas. If there was only one, of course there are Achtas. But here is the Chizik. The 12 is also the same one. The 12 is also the same one. And we have to believe that. And we have to live that. In every way. That was as well, by the way, Yaakov. Where, where, where is this all being taught from? That moment, Yaakov was by this Evan. That, that moment that Yaakov was by this stone. What was the image at that stone that he saw? The Sulam. Right? There was a Sulam. There was a ladder. And that ladder was what? Mutzav Arzo Verosh That ladder was standing on the ground and reaching up to heaven. And that's what we want also. We want to be able to be in this world but reach heaven. We want to have our feet on the ground and our head in heaven always. It's the Vod of Yid. How do you get there? In that, from that Achtos, from that Makkah. So it's pretty incredible as well. If you take the Gematra of Yaakov, Yaakov is 182. Which is 7 times 26. 7 times Yudkei Vavkei. Sulam, Samach, Lamed, Mem, is 130. 130 is 5 times 26. 5 times exact. They're both exact, right? Yaakov is 7 times 26. Sulam is 5 times 26. But 7 plus 5, obviously 12. Meaning at that moment, Yaakov was teaching us through this evan, this, this lesson of achdus that we must have, which represents, we're saying as well, the 12 tzirufei havaya, the 12 ways that we could conjure up Shem Hashem Yudkei So when And that's the sulam that allows us in this world to reach heaven through achdus. So Avram, I'm sorry, Yaakov plus sulam is 312, which is exactly 12 times 26. Because at that moment, that moment that allows us to reach up to Shemayim. And it's this achdus, it's this unity, this unity of, that we, we learn and from these parshats. So there's beautiful stories, but there's so much depth. That's what we see as well. All of Sefer Bereshis. Open up our eyes. All of Sefer Bereshis have three mitzvahs, but you have story after story after story teaching us lessons of life. And it's this lesson that we need more than ever. By the way, when we have that oneness, of course what's going to fall? We said before, it's not even, it's not Avisrael, it's not Chesed, it's not Rachman, it's we're one. And when you're one, of course the, the, the Chesed, the Avisrael is going to flow. You're not going to immediately do whatever Chesed you can do. You're not even, and my Rebbe said it well in a different context of Rachman, he said, when, I'll say it about a different, but it's not that we're helping our brothers and sisters, we're helping ourselves. 
When we daven for the Chayalim, when we daven for Klal Yisrael, when we go and help sending whatever we can to Eretz Yisrael, when we go and, and you see people go in Ari bases and with barbecues, or whatever is going on, all the beautiful things that Yidin are doing now, and the most important is don't stop davening, Chavra. All of that. We're not helping our brothers and sisters, we're helping ourselves. We're one. We're one. So just like I have two arms and two legs, and my arm is not, it's not like a different being that's part of me. That chayal that's serving out in Gaza is a part of me. He's my extended arm. And I have to believe that, and I have to feel that. I'm davening for myself. I'm one. And when we think like that, you would think for a moment not to be in the most incredible achlis, and that I won't stand together with every yid. So, oh, so this yid doesn't have a yarmulke on, but that's, uh, that's my left toe. My left toe. I'm going to think of him as I'm not going to think poorly about him. So, okay, I'll try to lift him up eventually, but I'm going to love him the same. We're one. We're one, Chavis. So I, I want to share. I want to share. We haven't in a while. Over the years, it ends up being maybe about once a year, sometimes twice, we share a song. And I'll tell you where this stems from. You know, this past Tuesday, after, after being, at the, being at the rally, so... It's getting the lyrics over there. Being at the rally, so I was... I was Mamish just floating with that feeling of ach, just the floating of... With that feeling of unity, the feeling of being part of Kla Yisrael, of Amech Kulam Tzadikim, of Kol Yisrael, Yeshlam Chelak of being the way we're supposed to be in such a beautiful way. You know, that feeling that we, we've all had when we were by the Kaisal on a Friday night and dancing in a circle with, with, with the Chassid and the Yeshivish and the Chiloni and a soldier. And like, so you get that then, now we get it always. And, and I felt that in such a beautiful way. But unfortunately, I was also struggling. Because I don't want to talk about it now, but there was. As, as always, sadly, there's came out that day some, some breakage, some period among some members of Kalei Yisrael. For the first time in all of this time, and people that don't get it, and weren't speaking in the way we're talking tonight, and maybe need to listen to this year, and understand how, how much we're one. And I was broken by even hearing that. I was, I was really at a loss. If you know what I'm talking about, maybe in Yavin, if you don't, it doesn't matter. I don't want to, you don't need to know, you don't want to know. That's why I don't even want to talk about it. But there was some period. Some machlokas. Some people who didn't want to stand with others because we're different. Which is completely contrary to what the Rebunshim wants from us. And I believe there's no question the Rebunshim wanted us all to be together on that day and be part of that mamad. The biggest mamad the biggest gathering of Jews outside Eretz Yisrael since Harsinai. Imagine what, what, what it was. I mean, it's hard. That alone, such a schus, such a schus. And that's the achtas we need to continuously have. And for Kali Yisrael, for Eretz Yisrael. So I was like, I was on one hand like floating and flying, on the other hand, just for, really torn and broken by like, and again, only a few, but whatever it was. And I wanted this, you know, we had a, it's a, it's a very long bus ride back. About a six hour bus ride there, a six hour bus ride back. It was a day, I want to use, you know, I used it the other night, and now I'm like, I rethink to talk about it as Monsieur Snefesh, because 
Armistir's pales in comparison. You think of Mr. Nefesh of every single chayal compared to, to sit on a bus for 12 hours a day, shkayach. Like, if I could do anything for Kali Yisrael like that, it's nothing, it's nothing. I'd do it every single day if that's going to help. But it's a long bus ride still. Might not be, we don't have to call it Mr. Nefesh, but it's a, it's a long bus ride. And bus rides are hard. Like, I'm, I'm not a big bus ride guy. Like, I... Like, because, I don't know, I can't learn, if I try to learn on a bus ride, I fall asleep. Because the bus, you know, it's moving, and you can't even look at the paper. So I'm listening to Shiram, even listening to Shiram, you fall asleep. And then, there's not much you could do productive on a bus ride. That's the bottom line. No, that's what I feel. Maybe some of you are different. So somehow I, I chanted upon this song. And I think I listened to it ten times straight. Since then, probably every day ten times. The bus ride, I just cried through it. And it's everything I needed to hear and everything that we're talking about and everything the world needs to hear and everything that you want to hear and, and just to remember. And as Kadai, if, if you didn't hear the song yet, like just to get together tonight to hear the song, I, I, I'll tell whoever, wherever you came from, it was well, well worth it. I, I hope the share was Chizik and Asaurus, but like, because he's not, he's a singer that's, uh, I mean, in my family, we know him well, but you know, not everyone's up in all the different Israeli singers. Everyone, some people are like stuck on Isha, Isha Riba, who's Sadiq Zarola. We saw that even more than ever on Tuesday. But, but there are other Israeli singers that are beautiful also. And this is a, a singer by the name of Asaf Harush. know Asaf Harush has beautiful music. Like beautiful music. And he came out with this song literally five days before the rally. Okay? November 10th, this song came out. I didn't hear of it yet, and I just happened to chance upon it on Apple Music, because, like I told you, I'm not so productive on a bus, so at least I could listen to music and enjoy, right? And I happened to love Asafarush, so I was listening to another one of the songs, and I saw this, right? That just came out, I'm like, and the, the picture of the song is like him with an Israeli flag in the background, I'm like, okay, this I gotta listen to, right? Asafarush is a brother of a chassid, a very special person. And he wrote this song, this is what he's living through these days, this is what we're all living through these days. And this is what he wrote. I'm going to read you, I don't know how many, if everybody knows Hebrew well, and also when you listen to a song, you don't have the lyrics in front of you, sometimes it's hard to chap, so I'm going to read, I, mean, I want to go through the lyrics first. And then we'll play it one time. There are times that we forget. From where we came from, and to where we're going. In the name, in the name of our hashkafos and our ideologies, and that which we believe in, right, for our hashkafic differences, Hashem Yerachim, chilaknu es atzmenu, but you get it, chilaknu es atzmenu, listen to it, right, we split up ourselves, chilaknu es atzmenu, like we said, right, we're, so we split up ourselves because hashkafically we're different. La'elef machanot, into a thousand different camps. Hapneinu gav, we've turned our backs, kishinu oref, with tremendous stubbornness. Me'achazit va'ad lo'oref, lo'nishar simen echad katan, sh'alachnu b'mid b'v'romano mikolam. From our front to our back, there's no longer even a drop of a symbol, a drop of a stain, that we walked through the midbar, and how do we walk through the midbar? And we were lifted above our donations. But he's saying we forgot that. We forgot how we were. We forgot how we were supposed to be. And now we're split into a thousand camps 
because of hashkafic differences. Because we don't dress exactly the same, and we don't have all the exact same outlooks of, even though that we're learning tonight, of course, we have 12 different ones, that's fine. We have many more, those 12 are just pillars. So that's what's been, he's saying. Avol. Tireo tanu achshav. Look at us now. Nilchamim gav al gav. We're fighting back to back. Kvar lo mavdilim bein smolimim. We're no longer separated between left or right. And we understand what he's referring to there specifically in the political world of Eretz Yisrael. We're no longer separated left or right. Shachar o lavan. No longer difference, black or white, right? No longer difference, Baruch Hashem. Rak tireo tanu achshav. Look at us now. Kfar lo matav. No longer the same situation. Matzano talev. We found our heart. Mitol chakev. Through the pain. Tzam chava. And love has flourished. Lupamim anach nayafim. Sometimes we get lazy and tired. Mafsikim l'sim lev. Lupratim. And we end up not paying attention to the proper detail, and we do end up fighting, and we do end up with anger, and we do end up forgetting who we're supposed to be. We make little things big deals. Someone once told me, That's how brothers should be. Look at us now. We're fighting back to back. We're no longer separated, left or right, black or, or white. Look at us now. It's not the same situation. We found a heart from the pain. And love has flourished. And then he ends with the anthem of the soldiers, the anthem of, our, of, our, of Am Yisrael. Am HaNetzach. The eternal nation, we should have no fear. From a very long path. And I think what he's ending with those words, which aren't necessarily connected, he's saying once we have this achtas, once we have this oneness, once we have all that, that's when ultimately we should have no fear, because we're going to be good. And it might take a while, we don't know how long, but it's going to be good. So listen to this now, listen to this now. Hopefully we'll pull this off, let's see. It's charged and good. Let's see one second. Whenever you deal with technology, like right, anytime you do, it doesn't work right away always. But we'll see. Hopefully, it will. Bezos Hashem. One second. We got to make sure it's Bluetooth to Bluetooth. There we go. ולפעמים אנחנו שוכחים מאיפה באנו ולאן הולכים בשם ההשקפות, האמונות, הסיסמאות חילקנו את עצמנו לאלף מחנות הפנינו גב, כישינו עורף מהחזית ועד לעורף לא נשאר סימן אחד קטן שהלכנו במדבר ורוממנו מכל המבר תראה אותנו עכשיו נלחמים גב אל גב כבר לא מבדילים בין שמאל לימין שחור 
רק תראה אותנו עכשיו, כבר לא אותו המצב. מצאנו את הלב מתוך הכאב, צמחה